0: President Trump doubling, tripling, even quadrupling down that the crisis at the border isn't on him as more and more Republicans distance from him on this very issue. Plus, the Homeland Security Secretary steps up to the mic. Now some Democrats want her to step aside. And it looks like one trade threat isn't good enough, so President Trump throws a new one at China. This is the State of America tonight.
1: If you are smuggling
2: a child... Then we will prosecute you.
0: I don't want children taken away
3: from parents. When you prosecute the parents for coming in illegally, you have to take the
1: children away.
0: This, as we hear cries coming from those kids.
1: <laughs>
0: Is this what we want to do? Are we comfortable? with this as a nation. We have high standards, we give them meals, we give them education. I didn't see a single
2: smile when I walked through there.
4: Stock's taking a big hit today on Wall Street. Trade war fears are at the heart
0: of it. The Dow down
2: 410 points. Investors are clearly worried.
0: Kate Baldwin, live in New York, to our viewers watching around the world, this is State of America tonight. When you see the images of crying, confused little children, the policy and the politics at the border, it doesn't really matter. But they do matter because that's what got us here. Getting a straight answer on why children are being separated from their families at the border is about as elusive as finding a way to comfort a child who's just been taken from their mother. But let's give it a go. The president's main message: This isn't his policy; it's law, and it's the Democrats' fault.
2: I hate the children being taken away. The Democrats have to change their law. That's their law. Yeah, that's they your law.
1: Quiet, law.
3: quiet. That's the Democrats' law.
0: So it's not a White House policy. But then, what's this?
1: I have put in place a zero tolerance policy for illegal entry uh, on our southwest border. If you are
3: smuggling a child, then we will prosecute you. And that child may be separated from you as required by law.
0: That sure sounds like a policy announcement. Okay, well then, what is this?
3: Yes, I am considering, in order to deter uh, more movement along this terribly dangerous network, I am considering Uh, exactly that. They will be well cared for as we deal with their parents.
0: That sure sounds like a policy announcement, too. And that was back in March of 2017, when the White House was considering a new policy and one that was intended to be a deterrent.
1: Are you intending for this to play out as it is
2: playing out? Are you intending for parents to be separated from their children? Are you intending to send a message?
0: I I find that offensive. No, because why why would I ever create a policy that purposely does that? Perhaps it's a deterrent. No. That was the Secretary of Homeland Security yesterday afternoon, so it's not a deterrent. What then is this just hours later?
2: It Are you considering
4: that, this a deterrent?
2: I see that if the fact that no one was being prosecuted for this as a factor in a fivefold increase in four years in this kind of illegal immigration. So, yes, uh, hopefully people will get the message.
0: If it's really not supposed to be a deterrent, then they're really starting to misuse that term. Let's try another approach. Is it child abuse what's happening at the border? The American Academy of Pediatrics sure thinks so.
3: This does amount to child abuse. These children have been traumatized on their trip
0: up to the border. And the first thing that happens is that we take away the one constant in their life. But then there was this.
2: How is this not child abuse?
0: Which, be more specific, please.
4: Enforcing so the, the law? The
2: images that Cecilia was talking about and the sounds that we've seen uh, from these big box stores, the Walmarts, the other stores, when you see this, how is this not specifically child abuse for these innocent children who are indeed being separated from their parents.
1: 10,000 of those currently in custody were sent by their
0: parents with strangers to undertake a completely dangerous and deadly travel alone. We now care for them. We have high standards. We give them meals. We give them education. We give them medical care. There's videos. There's TVs. So It's policy, but it's not policy. It's a deterrent, but don't call it that. It's child abuse, but it's not because they have televisions. So if it's none of these things, then it's nothing? Well, no, it is something. It is a colossal problem, a crisis, and the president is the man in charge of it, whether he wants to acknowledge that the sky is blue or not. So set aside for a second the Trump administration's inconsistencies on this issue. What exactly is happening on the ground? More than 2000 kids are stuck in limbo. You've seen the images, but now there are also the sounds of separation. Audio put out by ProPublica said to be of children, some as young as 4 years old, sitting in a det- detention facility after being separated.
1: No, that's <laughs> <laughs>
0: CNN has not been able to independently verify the recordings, but it definitely is not swaying the president. It's not swaying his allies. It's not swaying the people who work directly for him. If you ask them, it's more like summer camp. And I'm not exaggerating here
4: since more illegal immigrants are rushing the border, more kids are being separated from their parents and temporarily housed in what are essentially summer camps.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Lawmakers on both sides of the aisle are scrambling to do something while still telling the White House to simply put an end to the practice
3: it's very clear that it's within Department of Justice, it's within uh, DHS's ability to not separate kids from their parents. And so, so acting as if this is something that Congress is preventing from happening um, is, just, is just incorrect. And it's something that this administration could change right away.
0: One additional change, some Democrats are now calling for a change of leadership over at the department in charge of handling the borders.
3: If she's going to uh, tell whoppers like that and keep repeating them, then she simply needs to step down. We need. And a, do you think that's where we are integrity. now? Do you think
0: she's she- talking about Homeland Security Secretary Kristen Nielsen? But other Democrats have a different take.
3: Well, if I thought this her resignation would solve the problem, I would definitely call upon her to resign. And this is coming from the, the top, and. You know, my my concern is that uh, whoever the next secretary of Homeland Security is going to be, aren't they just going to be another puppet for uh, this White House? The focus should be on the president of the United States.
0: So wild inconsistencies from the White House when it comes to the crisis at the border. There's absolutely basically no inconsistency, though, when it comes to the president's position on a very different issue. Trade. You hit us we will hit you harder. The president now lobbing a new threat at China today following tariffs on $50 billion of Chinese goods. Trump now says maybe it should be something like $200 billion more.
2: The Trump administration last night saying if China does go ahead and retaliate on those products, uh, that we would go ahead and slap China with another $200 billion worth of tariffs on, uh, on Chinese goods.
0: This is this one definitely fits into the category of President Trump just keeping his promises. No one knows how this is going to turn out, and we, Lord knows we're going to stop trying to guess. Unfortunately, that is exactly the same outlook that you have to have for the thousands of kids being held at the border as well. No one knows how this one is going to turn out either. But one thing we do know, according to top lawmakers, the president could end that crisis with one phone call. President Trump, line one is holding for you. President Trump is not staying quiet, though, today when it comes to the crisis at the border. CNN Sarah, Sarah Westbrook is joining me right now from, me from you the White for House for the money. very latest. So, Sarah, the president leaves the White House. He goes to speak at a gathering of small business owners. But he had a whole lot to say and a whole lot more in his mind. Any signs of movement? While President Trump was certainly all over the
1: map today on his own administration's policy of prosecuting everyone who attempts to cross the border illegally, Trump and his top officials are continuing to offer conflicting explanations for this policy, from blaming Democrats to embracing it as a deterrent. But Trump is heading to Capitol Hill today under a cloud of confusion and uncertainty over whether he, where he stands on a piece of legislation that his own White House actually helped negotiate Uh, president trump saying at that meeting with business owners that he would seek changes to the legislation and uh, there are several standalone bills that congress is considering that would just narrowly address the issue of family separation but trump he's pushing for funding for his border wall for broader changes to immigration laws so he's not yet indicated whether he would support any of that more narrowly focused legislation. So certainly we're seeing a lot of frustration from Republicans on Capitol Hill about the White House's shifting messages on this, about the lack of guidance from the administration on this, President Trump heading into what could be a very contentious meeting this evening.
0: Yeah, let's see what they have to say on their way out. Sarah, thanks so much. Still at For Us, criticism from members of his own party, mixed messages from his own cabinet, but one thing is clear... President Trump believes that his policy to separate families at the border is a winning issue for him politically. The panel is next. President Trump is ramping up the rhetoric and digging in on immigration, saying today that Democrats want, quote, illegal immigrants to pour into and infest our country. That's his quote. The panel tonight, Doug High, CNN political commentator, former communications director for the Republican National Committee. Sabrina Siddiqui is a politics reporter for The Guardian. Bill Press is the host of The Bill Press Show. And Rob Astorino is a former Republican nominee for governor of New York. All right, guys, I got a million questions. Let's get to it. Doug, first it was images of the children being separated from their parents. Now you have sounds of the children after they've been separated from their parents and you have administration officials and those close to the president saying things like this if we're having an argument on immigration we always win because that's our ground no matter what the nuances of the argument are is this what winning looks like
5: this is not what winning looks like typically that that's proven to be correct for Republicans but these images these sounds uh, just the fact that it's children that we're talking about send a terrible message that Washington is hearing, and we know that because uh, Republican members of Congress are speaking out. Republican governors are speaking out. It may not be at, at a fever pitch that I think a lot of people would like to see it at, mm-hmm. uh, but we'll see with, t- with tonight's meeting uh, when Trump meets with the House Republican conference when we'll start getting leaks of what members are saying and who's saying what in the room, uh, the direction that House Republicans can go, because they can legislatively fix this.
0: They can legislatively fix it. Can they legislatively change his mind, though? Do you think Donald Trump goes into this meeting with House members and comes out feeling any different?
4: Well, first and foremost, it bears reinforcing that this is not the administration enforcing current law as they claim. It's a policy that the president could change. He could pick up the phone and and have the DHS uh, reverse the policy at this particular moment if he wants to. The challenge is he's trying to extract broader concessions around immigration which includes funding for his border wall, ending the visa lottery program, mm-hmm. trying to restrict legal immigration. And that's going to make this very complicated because that's not going to be palatable to Democrats and even some Republicans who believe that there should be a standalone fix to this issue, which frankly doesn't require a legislative fix. But if you're going in with the, the administration's argument that they want Congress to act, throwing in unrelated immigration uh, negotiations is only going to thwart any kind of compromise. But, uh,
0: so, Rob, you have these new CNN poll numbers out where you have 67 percent um, who were polled don't like the policy, they disapprove of the policy. 58%, though, of Republicans who polled said they approve of this policy. Despite that number, 58% to 34, approved, uh, dis- approved disapprove. Despite that, you still have Republicans like Ted Cruz, someone quite sensitive to the
4: border political issues.
0: wins, if you will, and border issues. He's up for reelection right now. Despite this, you have Republicans saying it has to stop. What does this tell you?
2: What has to stop the, the separation? Border policy. Yeah. Or, well, but the border policy is completely the, the, the broken. Poll,
0: the poll was about the border policy. Okay. The, the separation policy.
2: I think you know this is a very easy media and Democrat story because when you put kids who are crying, we all tear up. We all want something done, but we got to go back one step or a hundred steps, and this is very preventable. And the parents who bear responsibility, if they want to seek asylum, if they go to the regular port of entry and do this process, they will not be separated from their That's children. Not true. For the most That's part, it true. is true. For and the by most the way, part, it's not every, at all true. By the way, every day, every day in our country, children are being separated from their parents by child protective services. Where's the outrage there? Um, you've got police departments that are separating children. But we are looking at this those problem. People,
0: those kids are American citizens who are yeah, you, exactly. you're going through a situation. Exactly.
2: And they're going through the right. same thing as American citizens. And there is a process. So here. you
0: think that just. We've this
2: got is- a system that is completely and utterly broken. And look what's happening around the, around the Rob, world right now. Rob, you're saying right like now.
0: 12 different things. I just want you to answer my question. 58% of Republicans approve of the separation policy at the a, border, despite all, that. Republicans a, in Washington. It is not a
2: permanent separation. It is a very temporary I'm asking you about a poll separation. number.
0: Stop, yeah. stop definition no. of terming me. Because, like this, no, because I'm just what's asking happening you. Here is despite the, this, Republicans say they want it to stop. That's very simple what I'm asking. Yeah.
2: What's the question? Exactly. <laughs> For the, What's third the question time, because
0: despite that, Republicans in Washington don't want to go along with it. They're not going with this number of a, more, a majority of Republicans polled say they like the policy. Despite that, Republicans in Washington say they don't like it. The president should fix it and change it. I think what they does that all should
2: fix it and change it. And it is a preventable problem. But we have right now complete and utter system that is broken mm-hmm. And we are getting blamed for enforcing what is either a policy or a law. Both. Wait. But the system is no, completely it's not broken. Both. It's all a right. policy. A no, it's a Florida we decision, had, too. And uh, I read the uh, whole decision. This settlement you, is not the You now can read all you well, want. Well, I've well, now well, had immigration well, attorney on my show
3: Here's and what that is you don't want to talk about. First of all, yes, immigration has been a bad problem. Look, I come from California. We've been dealing with this for 30 some years. And we have a. Let me finish. We have an issue now, The problem now that started in April. Two months ago, in April 2018, when Jeff Sessions says there's a new policy of this administration, we're going to arrest everybody who comes across. They're going to be criminals. We're going to take their kids away from them. That's when it started. Since then, there are 2,300 kids that have been detained. They're there today. You don't want to talk about them. They're they're sleeping on the floor. They're in cages. They're away from their parents. They are. This is child abuse. There is no defense of it at all. Judges. And I just one final mm-hmm. point is Whit ayers are we all A Republican know pollster. Republican pollster said today Locking kids up in cages is not necessarily the way to appeal to suburban moms. No, I agree with this. But
2: Obviously I just want to say it's not
4: that. just Jeff Sessions. John Kelly, the White House chief of staff, also said that this was a zero-tolerance policy aimed at deterring families from crossing the border. Stephen Miller, senior policy advisor to the president. So there are people in the administration who are owning this as a Trump administration policy. And also, just to clarify, they are also separating families who are presenting themselves at legal ports of entry. That's actually the center of one of the lawsuits yeah. brought by the ACLU. And well, as you pointed so what out, the con-
0: president
3: could end this with one
0: phone so call. So in the absence of that, if he doesn't, in the absence of that... What is Congress trying? Do you believe Congress could do anything? If they go, it takes forever if, to, like, make a grilled cheese in
5: Congress. <laughs> I'm clearly <laughs> yes, hungry. Yes, right in the Capitol basement where you've exactly. been. I know. <laughs> but yes, they can. I, I think the Cruz bill goes kind of methodically point by point. Here are the problems. Let's fix these very specific problems yeah. to separation. Are we going to pass anything comprehensively? Absolutely not. Republicans yeah. have been unable to do that for years. I was arguing with a friend yesterday that, in fact, Republicans don't control the House of Representatives because we can't <laughs> do anything on our own. This is, this is one good step that solves this problem that we should do. But ultimately, we see yet again the administration trip itself up with its own rhetoric where one person says one thing's white, the other person says something's black. You go back to the Muslim ban. It's a Muslim ban. No, it's not a Muslim ban. Oh, no, it is a Muslim ban. This is exactly where they are, where they confuse everybody with their own lack of If you of want to talk about the raw reasons.
0: politics and you don't want to look at the images that are coming out of the border, um, correct me if you think I'm wrong on this, but isn't the midterm and control of the House going to swing on come on swing districts and in suburbs? And is that not what where this is not going to sell very well?
3: I'd mention wit errors again. Let me say Republicans today, I think Doug and Rob can confirm confirm that they'd rather be talking about the economy they'd be rather be talking they'd about be, jobs you know what they'd like to be talking about
0: right now the ig report that's a winner IG. for that anything until you don't want to do it kids in cages
3: this. at the border but trump believes that this is the winning issue for republicans
0: stand by guys coming up are we in a trade war yet stock markets tumble as the u.s and china trade threats on tariffs who wins who loses in this high-stakes standoff
2: You see what's happening with China. We have no choice. This should have been done many years ago. We have no choice. China has been taking out $500 billion a year out of our country and rebuilding China. I always say we have rebuilt China. They've taken so much. It's time, folks. It's time.
0: It's time. Time for what, though? Time for tariffs, time for threats, or time for an all-out trade war with China? Let's get back to it with the panel. Doug, this is what he ran on. One of the things he ran on. And he's pretty pretty consistent on this. Any surprises here?
5: No, no, this is what he said he'd do. And you could say the same in our previous segment. He's doing exactly what he said he would do on immigration. Now, that may be the problem, uh, but this is one of these few areas where he's consistent. The challenge is it runs really against um, all Republican and conservative orthodoxy and ultimately ama- amounts to, as you know the retaliations go back and forth, attacks on American consumers. So as they're paying more for, let's say, aluminum or washing machines, uh, that's what's also going to have a pretty significant impact when we get our midterms.
0: It's mm-hmm. also a tricky issue, it can be, for a liberal Democrat. If you're a Democrat running running in Ohio, you're not... You don't like China? You want to take it to China as well.
3: Yeah, I'm a kind of funny kind of Democrat. I'm a free trader. I feel like a conservative. (laughs) That's what I thought, but that's what I thought. Hug it
4: out, boys.
3: That's what I thought Republicans believed, too, and I think most of them still do. And Donald Trump goes against the grain here. And I think Doug is right. Look, California farmers are really hurting from these tariffs. Uh, Small manufacturers are really hurting, and American consumers are going to be really hurting. If this starts impacting the the U.S. economy, which it looks like today it might be doing, this is not good news for Americans, and particularly not for the Republican Party.
4: I think the irony, too, is that those who would be hit the hardest are people who voted for Donald Trump. Uh, It's the industrial Midwest. A lot of the American farmers, as both Doug and Bill mentioned, there's a real prospect of a global trade war. We're talking about the two largest economies in the world, and it's also worth noting this is coming at a time when the President is engaged in these very sensitive talks with North Korea. Beijing is uh, Pyongyang's only long-standing ally and holds some leverage there too. And so there, there, I think there are a lot of people who are concerned with the broader implications of pursuing this aggressive of attack at this point in time.
0: I, and I think it's just worth even thinking about. Like China's big, I don't know, payback for tariffs, is it possibly not even going to be tariffs? Is it going to be... Him sitting down with Kim Jong-un right now and, you know, which President Xi, right now in, China, in Beijing, you know.
2: You know what? This reminds me of the 80s with the um, arms escalation, right? Mutual assured destruction. And everyone was getting really hyperventilating. Mm-hmm. And we were putting a lot of money into defense. And, and eventually everyone came to the conclusion that we this can go on and on, but it'll be a detriment. And I think what's happening is he's pushing this envelope really far with everybody and saying look we don't have anything to lose cuz we're on the losing end of this already at least in, that's mm-hmm. his opinion uh, cuz I'm a big free trader as well but i think you're going to keep pushing us we're going to keep doing this how many times are we going to slap this stuff on each other until we all figure out okay let's sit down and hash this out
3: i think the truth is in this in this global economy nobody wins in a trade war mm-hmm. it's a lose lose and i think What would it need to
0: be for for Donald Trump to be convinced of that, do you think?
3: Uh, I don't think you can convince him of anything. Well, but he's already convinced
2: that we are already losing. That's his position. We're already losing, so we've got to force them to the table and say, okay, look— we're not for we're not we're, we're for free trade, but it's got to be fair. That's what he's saying. So how about we,
3: we work on this? The only thing is, is that the economy to... starts to sink. Then it's maybe been strong, strong so
0: far. So say... Next quarter we're looking to be strong, too. So that could be the one thing buffering it from a big.
4: Yeah, I think most people think there's a way to go about it. And this escalation is not the most wise way to to encounter what everyone agrees are unfair trade practices on China's way, part. Though, I do recall I do recall the Trans-Pacific nothing's Partnership. Before. Let's shake it up. <laughs> well, I remember something called the Trans-Pacific Partnership, <laughs> landmark 12 nation trade pact that was designed to encounter Chinese aggression in the region, but that was something that Trump tore up when he Congress came to Congress has office. torn up about this, right? I mean, mm-hmm. when it comes to like ZTE, the telecom giant yeah. in,
0: in in China, um, they just sent the Senate just passed putting penalties back on. Mm-hmm. ZTE that's something that the president clearly doesn't want that don't even we don't even know if it's going to make it to the president but Congress is having a tough time with this.
5: Congress is, and this is an opportunity for Republicans to be critical of the president in a way that's productive for them in their districts and their states. Marco Rubio's been very, very vocal on CTA, and to be critical in a way that's not how Mark Sanford was, which ultimately helped him uh, lose his uh, primary. So Republicans have an opportunity to talk about Republican issues, more money in people's pocketbooks because of the prices of socks at Walmart is a really big deal. You
0: know what I just thought of now that you said this? You know what's funny? With everything that's going on with the crisis at the border and all the Republicans speaking out so strongly, the president has not been attacking Republicans on this yet. Right. He's only been attacking Democrats. Huh. Final thought. You made me think, Doug.
4: <laughs> Let's see what
0: it means. This is day 516 of President Trump's administration. It's also 140 days until the big old midterm elections. That's the state of America tonight. Check out the podcast. Subscribe to Apple products, Podcast, Apple podcasts, or your favorite app. We'll see you back here tomorrow. You scoff at my midterm.